Good morning, everyone. This is Judith Aiko. You're listening to Mad Love. Hey, welcome to your week. Uh, you know, it's been really entertaining around here. Politics are heating up. <laughs> People didn't do much running in the beginning of, you know, March, April, COVID and all that. But things uh, started to heat up in June and they're really hot in July. So make sure you get yourself well versed in the issues and get out and vote. It's important. It matters. Um, you know, I was having a thought over the weekend. Oh, I did find one of my favorite old movies called War of the Roses. It's about a couple who basically they show them meet and fall in love and have kids. And then, and then like the rest of the movie focuses on how their marriage ends and how they just, you know, dig in about this house. Um, who gets custody of the house. Fascinating film. I really enjoyed it. I actually went on a blind date. <laughs> I was home from college. My sister fixed me up with this guy and we went to the movie. And of course, I'm cracking up because it's a dark comedy. And he was looking at me like I was a serial killer or something like I don't think he thought it was funny, but I thought it was hilarious. And because uh, I love Michael Douglas and the way it was filmed, it was really beautifully filmed, directed by Danny DeVito. He had some really cool shots like he was looking for his uh, uh, Hitchcock or Orson Welles moment or something. It was very, very deep. The way he filmed certain things, I really enjoyed it. So if you get a shot to to watch it, you should watch it because it's funny. Um, the double date dude was like, I mean, the blind date dude was like, mm, she might be crazy. And I wasn't attracted to him because he had matching shoes, socks, sweater, and pants. I mean, he was matched everywhere. No thanks. Uh, so anyway, um, I was thinking over the weekend, you know, the real power in America to me, the more I look into it, are the banks and have been the banks. Because the whole reason why areas got redlined where black people could only live in these certain areas, um, banks created that. So they wouldn't, I guess, quote unquote, destabilize certain neighborhoods, but St. Louis is a victim of its redlining. They redlined so much, so many areas, which is basically North in North city and North County. And now, you know, there's no economic or racial diversity really. And so now you you're stuck. And so there's a whole half of the metropolitan area that nobody with, you know, interest in safety in schools wants to live in. So the banks will have to fix St. Louis. That's what I think. I think if it, and this is where it's important to be a lender and not a borrower. And I think if, if people of color want any real power, they need to figure out how to be the lenders and not the borrowers, you know, and that's what I've had to try to figure out. And I am black FYI, but for the purposes of this conversation, I think when people go into areas like we want to transform it, well, you're not going to transform it unless you're the lender. And I think that's something that I've had to try to figure out as, uh, you know, as a creative person, like I need to be in a position where I'm the lender and not a borrower, you know, so. I think that's really going to truly transform the city when people who have the interest of the community not only take these political jobs, because so many people clearly don't have the interest of the community. They get drunk off this little bit of power and they keep these jobs for 20 something years and their districts never look different to me. I don't the crime is skyrocketing. I'm not sure what anybody's doing. Um, 
But then they also have to come in and not only take political jobs, but also like invest and buy and build and sustain communities. And the only people that really do that are banks. And I think that's where we need to look, not only locally, but nationally. Everybody wants to be a rapper. Everybody wants to be a star in front of the camera. But I think the real move needs to be who can finance what? <laughs> Who's your financier? What does that person look like? And not only have them have black skin, that would be great, but also black consciousness and a real care and concern for the city. This city will never return to greatness the way it is. It's truly broken and it needs to be fixed. It needs a vision and we need a visionary. And that person needs to have a bank. <laughs> That's just the way I feel about it. <laughs> and I think... Um, that's true for women's issues. That's true for uh, gay and uh, transgender issues. Any issue that you want to see resolved, you need a banker. And that person to come in with a, with a, a generous spirit and, and a, a lengthy portfolio. So now I have goals because <laughs> that's exactly I'm trying to finance my own stuff because that's the only way it's going to be what I want it to be. Whoever has the money has the power. Don't forget it. All right. I'm motivated. I hope you are, too. Please stay safe. Please stay COVID free. Wear your masks. Wash your damn hands. And, you know, everybody else, if you don't want to follow the rules, good for you. Good luck. See you on the other side. All right. Take care. Oh, 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 oh,